0: This is the Daily Signal podcast for Tuesday, November 28th. I'm Virginia Allen. Harrison Tinsley's son, Sawyer, will turn four next month. He likes to play hockey and football with his dad and sing and play the piano and guitar. And according to his father, Sawyer is a very happy little boy. But Sawyer's mother is attempting to raise him as non-binary. Harrison says that the boy's mother has put him in dresses and play princess shoes. Concerns over his son's safety and his mother's attempt to raise him as non-binary has prompted Harrison to seek full legal and physical custody over Sawyer and to have him treated as a male. Harrison is joining me on the show today to talk about his fight as a father for his son. Stay tuned for our conversation after this. Are you looking for an easy and entertaining way to keep up with the news you care about? The Daily Signal and Heritage Foundation YouTube channels offer interviews with policy experts on the most critical issues and debates America is facing today, as well as short explainer videos that break down complex issues and documentaries that dive deep into the ways policy actually impacts people. Go ahead and subscribe to both the Daily Signal and Heritage Foundation YouTube channels today. You can search for either on your YouTube app or visit youtube.com slash Heritage Foundation and youtube.com slash Daily Signal. Today, I am pleased to be joined by California Father Harrison Tinsley. Harrison, thanks so much for being with us on the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You are in the middle of a custody battle for your son, Sawyer. He is three years old. I want you just to start by sharing a little bit about Sawyer. What does he like to do? What do you all like doing together? What's your relationship as father and son?
1: We're super duper close. I spend all my custody time with him every single second. He falls asleep on me always. We play all the sports, hockey and football and baseball, and we wrestle each other. He likes playing guitar and piano and singing songs with me. We go for bike rides and scooter rides, go to the park. We go swimming. We just kind of do all the most fun father-son activities I can think of. Go to the zoo. Go on roller coasters.
0: Yeah, fun, it's special to to have that relationship. And um, I I know you said before we started, he turns he turns four in December, and um, it's it's uh, incredible to see just how the story is is playing out Harrison so I want to dive into some of the details behind this custody battle what exactly is going on here so Sawyer's mother is your ex-girlfriend you have partial custody right now of your son but you're seeking full custody in part because you say that Sawyer's mom is seeking to raise him as non-binary um can you just explain what exactly is happening here what is the situation
1: Well, I have half custody, so me and my mom both have, the mom both have 50%, and his mom makes the claim that she is now non-binary and that Sawyer is non-binary, or that she's at least trying to raise him that way, although some of the things she does seem more girly to me than non-binary, not that I admit that's a real thing, I I radically disagree that it is, or it's an appropriate thing, rather, for children, but I think putting him in dresses and princess shoes... uh, seem girly to me and not so much non-binary, not so much neutral. Uh, However, Sawyer knows he's a boy, loves being a little boy. He's adamant about it. If you give him a girly toy, he'll yell and scream at you. I'm not a girl, I'm a boy. So thankfully, he's a strong-willed rebel like me, and that hasn't been working. And I'm extremely thankful for that. And I always make sure to tell him the truth, and I explain things to him. I answer his questions. He's a very bright kid. And I think that he's just seen the world as he sees it, and he knows the difference between boys and girls as he should. And I'm just really thankful that he knows that already.
0: Hmm. Talk a little bit um about some of some of the actions that Sawyer's mom. Has taken? Has she attempted that you're aware of to um, advocate for for him to go on any medications, like um, any form of hormones, or uh, what? What have you seen that has concerned you as a father?
1: So I don't know what she does in her own time. You know, uh, I actually have a restraining order against her, even. But I can tell you that what I've seen is from social media, and it's just things like her putting him in a dress, or he told me a story that. She took him to Disneyland and that she wouldn't let him go on the rides unless he wore princess shoes. And he told me how, you know, he looked down, he looked ashamed, said how he wanted to wear boy shoes. That that made him sad. Uh, Recently, he told me just randomly his friend Martha and her mom came to pick him up with me. And we picked him up. We had the kids. And then he told us a story to me and Martha's mom. And he said, I wouldn't wouldn't go to bed. And my mommy said, if I don't go to sleep, she's going to tell Dada that I had makeup on. And so I was like, oh, okay, buddy. Well, what do you mean? Did you have makeup on? He said, no, I didn't have makeup on. She just said she was going to tell you that to make me go to sleep. And I just thought that was a really sad thing to hear. Um, I, I can tell you she uses they to refer to him a lot, which is weird because they is usually for multiple people and he's a single person. And I think it's confusing to him. But generally speaking, you know, he has it figured out and i'm just thankful that for right now i have half the time with him to make sure he knows the truth
0: yeah and i know that this this custody battle you're in and out of courtrooms you've been in and out of courtrooms for years how old was sawyer when you actually got to first meet him
1: so it took a far too long it was a travesty and a heartbreak that i can't even describe because, you know, me and his mom were together when she was pregnant. We were both super-duper excited about it in spite of any differences we had. His mom has wonderful qualities. You know, she's a human being. I think the line between good and evil cuts in every single person's heart. And it was really tragic, but um, I didn't know when he was born. I found out about one week after, and I filed in court two months later. And it took 13 more months just to meet him. So I finally met him when he was 15 months old. And... I'm not a victim I like to think that you know maybe I needed to go through that challenge and trials to become a stronger man for him and to have a voice to speak up for the defenseless and the children and I'm doing that now and I can tell you when I met him it was just miracle frequency everywhere and it was amazing and we both bonded and I I pressed on through even though that it wasn't as fun and happy as it sounded because at first my visits had to be supervised not professionally but by like her parents or friends and that made it very uncomfortable they were having someone watch her every move we caught her dad in bushes one time watching us my sister did she took pictures even of it just really weird stuff we found I found camera one time recording us or I don't know for sure that it was recording but that was my assumption and I fought through all of that I spent my time with him I never missed anything I've never been late to anything and I Eventually got more and more visits, and I moved to the Bay Area where I was pretty quickly awarded half custody, which I'm extremely thankful for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you've also, in addition to raising concerns over the fact that Sawyer's mom um, is seems to be attempting to raise him as, as non-binary, you've also expressed some concerns over his safety. Why is that? What's going on there?
1: To the best of my knowledge, his mom suffers from some pretty serious mental illness problems, unfortunately. I think that's really sad, and I I hope to God that she can get better. I want what's best for Sawyer, and having a good mom is that. Uh, But to the best of my knowledge, she has something called borderline personality disorder, which is pretty serious and really gives people highs and lows that are pretty extreme. And there's been some incidents. She was arrested for child endangerment once and placed on a 5150 hold. Those charges um, didn't end up, you know, they ended up not getting prosecuted, but it was still... A lot of evidence and a really scary night that i saw that i presented to the family court you know there's there's just general suicidal ideations and a history of you know 5150s involuntary psychiatric commitments and different things and some alcohol problems and things like that that just make me concerned for his safety and that he he spends a lot of his uh custody time with her parents it seems um as opposed to her which is a weird thing to deal with because it's at one point I, I think okay well at least he's safe for sure or you know more likely to be safe when they're they're involved but it's also like why are they raising Sawyer and not me or his mom so it's an interesting dichotomy but I just pray that he stays safe.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've also raised concerns um about Sawyer's pediatrician correct that came up in court
1: so Sawyer's pediatrician is a doctor who thinks it's okay to treat kids as non-binary. Um, she was a witness for the mom in our trial. She said that that, which the court took seriously, she as well said that the mom, she didn't know the actual knowledge of this, but she said that when my son was born, the mom had made a claim that she had a restraining order against me, I guess in case I, I found out or something, which that was not true. So it's a pretty serious thing to lie about. And she said that, her clinic transitions kids as young as 12 or 13 and that a place down the street does it to kids as young as 5 or 6. And I have that all on transcript, but just some really interesting stuff. It seemed that she acknowledged essentially that the mom had defamed me pretty heinously to this doctor. Uh, She wouldn't give us specifics or my attorney on the cross-exam, but he got her to admit that there was negative things said about me often.
0: Harrison, how have you held up through this whole court fight? I mean, this is, this is years of fighting for time with your son and fighting for what's best.
1: It's been almost four years, but it, it's hard sometimes, but I just do, do what I can to be the best version of myself I can be and be as strong as I can be, and I accept the responsibility. I look the evil right in the eye and say, you know, this is life. This is what I have to do. I have a duty to Sawyer. I have a duty to children everywhere to stand up to this and to fight for what's right. And I know that I'll be able to sleep at night because I choose to do the right thing, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much pain it causes me. I'm never backing down. I don't care. I've accepted life for what it is and what I have to do. And I just look at it with that attitude that I have a responsibility to do it. And I'm going to do it regardless.
0: Where does that conviction come for you
1: all my life i've always regardless of how terrified or scared i am of things the one thing i'm most proud of about myself is that i've always been brave you know whether it's singing in front of people or doing a backflip on my snowboard i've always been able to find courage to do things in life and i think that you know that's a big part of it i i music affects me incredibly i, I mean i get chills when i listen to music i love music so much it makes me feel inspired. I, I listen to some, you know, Jordan Peterson or different Stoics that just give me wisdom to guide me through this and, and the Bible. And there's just all these different things that help inspire me. And, you know, at some point in your life, you just have to make a choice. Like, Who do you want to be? Do you want to be strong or do you want to be to be weak? And I just choose to be strong.
0: Hmm. Harrison, where does the court battle stand right now?
1: In the process of appeal, right now it's actually about to start. It's been delayed a little bit, but the appeal starts within the next two weeks. The intro brief for it, I'm not familiar with appeals. Apparently they can take a while, but I feel really confident about some of the things we're appealing that I felt violated case law and different things during the trial.
0: And what are you asking the court for?
1: I believe I'm asking the court for, to get rid of the order that was made and i'm asking for full legal and physical custody and that sawyer should be treated as a male i'm asking for a restraining order Um, although i have one from a different court it's a whole other thing that i'm not going to get into but yeah and i believe just being able to change the doctor because the court ordered that he has to continue to see that doctor for some reason
0: okay how much is this legal battle costing you financially
1: like all the money I've ever made in my life, all the money my parents would ever help me with in my life, and that's just so far. And I've also been fortunate enough to have three free attorneys during this four-year span. Let's call it. And if I didn't have three free attorneys as well, I'm thankful to all of them. Um, it would be, I'd have negative money. You know, it, they're really expensive. I think it's really unfortunate. They're extremely great at their job and they're really smart. And I know they go to a lot of school and they do a lot of work, but I do think that the amount of money they receive sometimes seems a little bit over the top to me.
0: Hmm. You know, I, I think those in the transgender community would maybe hear your story and say, well, Sawyer should be able to choose whether he wants to be a boy or a girl. What's your response to that?
1: My response is that's a false premise that I don't grant, but let's grant it for the hypothetical. Sawyer adamantly says he's a boy. Anyone can ask him. He'll tell you that right to your face over and over again. He loves being a little boy. And I think it's so sad that anyone would want to take that from him or not have him be happy with who he truly is because that's something you can never change. I can tell you I'm actually friends and I work and do rallies with gays against groomers. And I know literally transgender people who are totally on my side with this and think that this is absolute madness that people are doing this to kids and confusing them.
0: Mm -hmm. Harrison, those who hear your story who (laughs) want to support you, what you're doing, uh what would you say to them? What do you need?
1: I appreciate everyone who supports me in any way, shape or form, every single message i try to I try to read all of them and I try to read all the comments and every prayer anyone ever sends me. It all means the world to me if anyone wants to help me financially, they can. You absolutely do not have to though, and I'm so thankful to everyone who does. I have a give send go, saving Sawyer where anyone wants to help me with legal fees in this battle uh but Honestly, just knowing that people believe in me, and want what's best for my son, gives me to answer your question earlier a little bit more strength. Seeing how many people have reached out to me now and just said the kindest things to me and most supportive things, I'm not going to let any of them down, and I'm not going to let Sawyer down either.
0: Yeah, does Sawyer understand what's happening? Does Does he is he aware of the legal fight?
1: I don't talk about that to him. I'd never say anything bad about his mom to him. Only good things. I can't say what she does specifically, no idea. He's said a few things before that make me think maybe when she's had a bad day, let's call it, she's mentioned some things like he said, you know, like, oh, mom, he said, dad is trying to take me away from her or something like that. Uh, so maybe it's been mentioned to him, but generally speaking, I'm, I, I always tell him nice things about his mom. I don't say we're in any sort of court battle. Like he'll bring up something like he loves my motorcycle. I'm like, yeah, your mom used to ride on it with me. Yeah, I used to hold your mom all night, just like I hold you. So I try to keep it really nice and positive for him.
0: Hmm. Harrison, if we were, you know, speaking of kind of hypotheticals, let's, you know, fast forward, um, maybe ten or, or fifteen years. What do you want Sawyer to um to look back on? You know, when when he is old enough, kind of to realize some of these details, some of what happened. Um, what is your hope that he'll be able to say about? about you as his dad and and how you handled this situation.
1: I hope that Sawyer will be able to look back and know that I did everything I could for him, specifically him, to fight for him, to give him the best life possible, to have him be happy with who he is, to know that I fought to make the future in this world the best place that I thought it could be for him and his future. And I hope that he knows that I love him more than anything in the world because I do, my love for Sawyer transcends my love for music or sports or anything a million times over. It's inconceivable before you have a kid to even understand how much you could love them. And I hope that he has a, you know, a good life of purpose and he becomes a strong man. And I believe he well-being He's going to get through all of this and everything is going to work out.
0: It's powerful to have that spirit of optimism, Harrison. Thank you just for your time today. Thanks for your willingness to share your story. Um, again, uh, tell us for for anyone who's interested, just in learning more about about your story and supporting you. Um, where can we where can we go?
1: You can find me at Harrison Tinsley on all social medias pretty easily. I have a gift and go saving Sawyer and. I, I want everybody at home to be brave, start speaking the truth. I really believe we can make a difference. You know, Newsom just vetoed 957. I know different people have different opinions about why and all that. The reality is, though, is we put enough pressure as parents that he felt he had to one way or another can make a difference. We can create the future we want for our kids. We just have to have courage and speak the truth.
0: Mm-hmm. Harrison Tinsley, thank you again for your time today. We really appreciate your willingness to share your story. Thank you, Connie. And with that, that is going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for being with us here on the Daily Signal podcast. If you haven't had a chance, make sure that you check out our evening show. Every weekday, we bring you the top news of the day. In about 10 to 12 minutes, we break down the top news stories. These are the headlines that you don't want to miss. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the Daily Signal so you never miss out on our new shows. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you right back here around 5 p.m. for our top news edition.